Welcome to Decrypt, Asia's first blockchain and cryptocurrency podcast. I'm your host, Tushar. Each week, we take a deep dive into the Asian blockchain scene with investors, technologists, and industry insiders. Go to decrypt.asia to subscribe to our newsletter and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Telegram to join in the discussions. Hi, guys. I'm here with Akshay and Manav today from Blockchain India as well as India DappFest. Uh, this is a very exciting episode uh, because, you know, we typically don't get to interview that many stakeholders that are involved in the Indian crypto ecosystem. But I thought it would be good for our listeners to kind of get an overview on what's happening in India. It is a huge market. It has a lot of tech talent and talent otherwise. So would be super keen to talk to Manav as well as Akshay who are trying to uh, kind of spearhead both on the regulatory side Uh, as far as where crypto regulations go in India, but also in terms of creating awareness within the developer community as well as the startup community uh, as far as this new uh, industry is concerned. Uh, So welcome to the show, guys. Thank you, Tushar. Thank you, Tushar, for having us. So before we get into what you guys are trying to do, I wanted to get a quick sort of uh, summary of what your journey has been like, both of yours. And, and how Blockchain India came about, maybe starting with Akshay. Yeah, so Tushar, uh, Blockchain India essentially was envisioned when, in 2015, September-ish, when uh, me and another founder, so there are uh, five co-founders that brought this about. So me and Kashyap were you know, running our own companies from, from Tim Draper's fellowship in the Valley, and we realized that there was a lot of investments going on in the crypto space. And that time it was essentially about anything that had a payment gateway of cryptocurrencies involved uh, and uh, we realized that even there's something there happening and specifically when you know the whole valley was buzzing about just cryptocurrencies imagine we go into a party uh, on a saturday night and what we end up seeing is in the house the ground floor there's like 20 magazines lying down and you know you'd see the magazines showcasing a bitcoin magazine written over you know in, in a style where you can just manage that and the first thing that catches your attention like that you, you seem to begin that you know what is it about let's start searching and uh, fortunately when i exited from my live streaming startup in 2016 marchish uh, you know mana me anirudh who is uh, you know also uh, you know i started supporting a startup uh, which was again to do with uh, developer adoption we realized that you know all of these people were together excited about blockchain. Yeah, that's true. We were very excited at that time. Yeah, so the idea was that we started it as a working group, just internally, six of us, four of us physically in Bangalore, two of us virtually joining every Thursday when we met. And it was just about learning and discussing whatever we got to know uh, uh, that week, right? And quickly in about eight to nine weeks, I think we realized that the idea is we're learning so fast. You know, we want more people to be involved in the network. Let's let's have everyone uh, you know join us. And Bangalore being so intellectually rewarding as it is, uh, being the you know the capital of the country, it was it was so easy to get interest from people. And you know, uh, co-founders like Mana totally took it in Delhi. Uh, Kashyap took it in Hyderabad. You know, Stefano came in to lead in in, in Mumbai. So it was it was. It was just like it, it started moving by itself and we had, in no time, we started seeing from eight people to a thousand people in our meetups. So yeah, first event, you know, uh, to add to that was in Bangalore and we had around 20 people there. And uh, was one of the most uh, very interesting conversations that we had 
to having eight people in Delhi, then to also hosting having a thousand people in our own meetups. So we have seen the entire journey, you know, where people not knowing about what blockchain is, not understanding what cryptos are, to you know, looking at the at the boom, the time, and everybody started realizing, oh wow, Bitcoin is at twenty thousand dollars, and suddenly they were realizing that you know there is so much to it. And coming to that, to seeing the bearish market, to not people not realizing that there is no future to the. So we have actually seen the ecosystem grow, and with that we have grown, and we have you know also helped people understand and grow in this in country with the community and with all our efforts that we have been doing. And I think you've seen this when you were here. Yes, absolutely. So uh, for context, I think we met in the middle. I think late. Uh, so I think Q3 2017. 2018 yeah, is when we met. 18, 18, um, 18, yeah, yeah. Um, and and yeah, I mean, it's been. I know we've been going a little bit back and forth. We've tried to schedule this podcast before, uh, but it didn't happen. But I think, I, and you know, we can talk a little bit about why it's happening now. Um, so just a just a quick uh, background in terms of what you guys are trying to achieve with Blockchain India. What is what is the goal of Blockchain India? And 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 also like a little bit about the structure of Blockchain India. Is it um, is it not for profit and you're just trying to you know kind of evangelize about this industry or is is the goal to kind of monetize it at some point and uh, well i guess you could monetize it even if it's a non-profit but is it something that's for profit or something that's you know completely not for profit sure all right uh, so blockchain india is a basically started as a knowledge sharing platform yeah so uh, when actually uh, I mentioned earlier that you know we used to sit, meet together and uh, solve each other's doubts, we realized that you know we were learning so much, and we just thought opening it up and you know inviting more people to the uh, to this discussion group so that you know we understand from everyone's perspective, and then we realized that there was a uh, there was a gap in where the ecosystem and the community in the country was understanding what about blockchain, about this entire decentralization cryptocurrencies, to uh, not they not completely understanding the uh, prospects of this. Entire technology. So uh, we decided to, you know, uh, open up and have a knowledge sharing platform going on, uh, where we basically are educating people, evangelizing around this technology for people to understand, like, uh, and see what the use cases can come out. What is the prospect of the future of this thing? Is and our future goal is to make it an open innovation platform where you know we have uh, we discuss and we evangelize around ideas and build products in an open innovation. Uh, a manner so that everybody gets rewarded in that process. So, right. so just just adding on top of it, so right, so we've structured it on four pillars. The first one is, uh, you know, he mentioned evangelism, and that has to do more with the uh, the idea of what technology can do, what's what solution, what type of solutions can be built, right? So more along the idea sharing piece. The second has to do with more skill set penetration, right? If you have to build those ideas, how do you build it if you don't have skills? The third one being having infrastructure support. Uh, you know, how do you get them to, let's say, a co-working space where they work together or like, you know, probably get some help from you to, you know, incubate the right ideas or fund the right ideas, whatever infrastructure or resource uh, uh, network they need, right? And the last pillar being positive regulatory environment and, you know, all of this only works when you have uh, an experimental space while the world is wondering if this is going in the right direction or not. So all the four pillars kind of, uh, you know, putting us together and taking it towards, as you mentioned, an open innovation uh, network, right? Built on the ethos of not-for-profit, not uh, decentralized collaboration happening, right? So we've been trying to push some larger projects, haven't yet been able to do that because, you know, we're still staggering with people realizing how distributed collaboration and without 
without you know token being a part of it for now how does that relate to any positive uh, what do you say even return to themselves True. right so that how does that model work but we're definitely waiting to, towards the point where it you know we can have probably let's say in the in the intermediary time tokens working on the back end uh, but as in when we get some uh, positive regulations sort of switch that to a model wherein everybody gets rewarded uh, from for their uh, contributions and the idea is to align these towards goals that are super interesting right so for example something that's super interesting that has come about is uh, you know autonomous driving space you know everybody is trying to figure out how can we utilize the different uh, mapping uh, apis that are available towards gathering data from people and you know also pay them at the same time create high definition routes for all of these to work or drones to work and and so so all these things become so much possible when you know you have open collaboration happening so that's that's something that keeps us excited uh, i mean that's great to hear and you know especially the uh, I, I think what you uh, alluded to as well you know it's kind of like a knowledge sharing platform open anyone can kind of uh, join the network i think that's kind of what the industry stands for as well so i know just kind of building on to that you have four chapters if i'm not wrong uh, in bangalore uh, delhi hyderabad and mumbai uh, could you talk a little bit more about what these chapters do i guess they would kind of try to develop the local ecosystem but is do they have a mandate do they have to kind of you know um, or do they meet up monthly or is it more sort of ad hoc depending on uh, if there's any exciting news or any exciting developments so uh, uh, mark you take sure so uh, you know how we structured this as is a core team that is looking at together global uh, i would say you know sort of country wide goals for us right because we're focusing on india for now we're running experiments but nothing has worked to the point that we take it uh, outside india for now uh, so the idea is that co team which is registered as a not for profit as a trust uh, right they decide on the goals of this right so the first year first two years goal was building a blockchain ecosystem as you mentioned clearly local was the focus right and and the idea was to have clearly laid out immediate goals right so we had to have like one meet up every five weeks uh by that we mean definitely we failed at doing sometimes exactly in the fifth week but now for the last six months we've been you know even doing two meetups like in one month one month right yeah. having two meetups at the same time uh so so now it's become it's come to the point wherein everything is regularly happening right and more because of the dap fest which everything is culminating towards so the last uh, four five months uh, you know we've seen about a thousand people participate but again the core ethos being idea sharing knowledge share, because it is definitely a knowledge sharing platform skills skills penetration any teams that want to come to india and showcase themselves you know have have them come in and be a part of all these meetups and interact with this network right at the same time we're also trying to structure things towards creating a business model which is which is open uh, and but still whatever contribution that people make they can easily you know let's say they put out like four hours a day which is what currently is happening you know we we have like everybody who is in the core team gives three to four hours right so for example you mentioned how does the four chapters sort of uh, that structure work so for us there are 10 people in the core team uh, in other few volunteers i think we have uh, one each and delhi has two volunteers so we have almost about 15 people and what happens is that all of us 
keep focusing on our uh, uh, meetups right at the same time there's one person that makes sure that you know all the four meetups are aligned so how we do that is not through being a being virtually there but we want to be a part of that whole energy right so someone from the core team keeps traveling for a particular months uh, meetups right and this is basically it always happens on a saturday so never collides with work work routines uh, and is is sort of convenient for us so that is happening and now is when we are able to do one meetup in in five weeks we have because there are four four uh, uh, chapters we have one week that everybody gets to take an off on so that's that basically you know if you you miss something on the personal front you can take care of on that side <laughs> yeah but it's really yeah. nice to nice to sort of network and enjoy with everyone and meet the ecosystem people like you know the community it's always good to know because every city has something different coming out from the ecosystem in the community so you know you get to learn and you understand how the country and where its parts and what people are doing in different areas it's very interesting to yeah and and typically just to give a uh more overview of what happens at these events what are typically the kind of people that you see at these events is it more people who are trying to trade um on with some of these cryptocurrencies is it more of the developers more uh, sort of entrepreneurs or would be entrepreneurs or is it kind of like a equal mix across you know these two three different categories uh, so i i will see you know it keeps differing from city to city also uh, in terms uh, of so and also from like, uh, as also from price to price depending on how how high, <laughs> how, high how high or low the prices are <laughs> exactly on point right so so uh, i'll tell you when it was about early so 16 17 it was majorly around, around you know people uh, talking uh, trash about bitcoin and cryptocurrencies so we had to purposefully keep it away from you know trading things but but obviously it's very easy to see that that's also a core of whatever is happening right uh, you can definitely speculate but there's in the, in the stock market you also do that right so you can't just sort of not let that grow and that is, that's that's not that's not even fair uh, to my opinion but what we did was we focused on the technology aspect so still we have almost about 63% of our community as developers right it was great to see that you first mentioned that you know india's known for the talent the numbers in the from the tech standpoint so we definitely seeing that also in the community but what's keen is that mumbai brings a different flavor altogether no matter what time of uh, of the market it is they're going to show up and they're going to say what they want to say right so that really happens and on the other hand hyderabad and bangalore is more tech audience so you'll definitely see more tech things happening in bangalore and hyderabad delhi is a mixed of both so so i would fairly say if you want to look at an average 60% developers 40% rest entrepreneurs marketeers investors, you know people investors enthusiasts absolutely sure so that's kind and of how it works right and so you briefly mentioned india dap fest could you talk a little bit about what india dap fest is even though it sounds pretty self explanatory but could you talk a little bit more about it how did that come about and what are you trying to achieve by organizing india dap fest Absolutely. So, Tushar, uh, when when I was a part of the Valley, what I really realized was, and this is this is I would relate more to a developing country standpoint, and also to a standpoint where Indian developers sort of lacking opportunities because of the exposure that they get in India as well as the infrastructure that's available to them, right? So, what I realized was there was some amazing thing things happening, and uh, and Indians were sort of able to contribute to that uh, when they were in the West. But what 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 we weren't able to do was essentially 
focus on ensuring that the west by itself does not have to take the burden of innovation for the whole of humanity right for example if we using uh, space colonization as an example if india tends to be uh, you know not india i would say if parts of the globe tend to be inhabitable and you know countries don't allow citizens from one country to come to another how do you then look at space colonization is it just an issue for the west no it's issue for everyone right and and as responsible people we we also want to contribute to that right and and probably this might be also because we're not at the point where we have to think about putting food on the table we come from uh, you know decent amount so i would say decent background which have you know hustled for the last 20 30 years to be able to give us this privilege but we definitely want to start that culture of innovating here and if you see the last 6 to 8 years have been about a lot of people going and hitting at this goal right so now when when we at blockchain they start uh, things we were looking at can we help with building global firsts and and making a point that you know we we start contributing to the uh, towards you know all of our problems and not just india's problems right and this was like a very positive uh, so to say goal but what we realized was for a year and a half trying to get things to work for a government that has definitely issues with you know the kind of facilities that we have in tier 1 cities they are not yet there in tier 3 cities so what the government is mainly focusing on is making sure what we take for granted is essentially penetrating to the tier 3 cities while that's happening it's very important for us to us to keep hustling right and we realize what we missed on the infrastructure global first vision we can still do that on a dap point of view because the whole space is if it's about an experiment of decentralization through distributed apps we can power that experimentation and help all these networks to efficiently work towards for example as because we were talking about space colonization or any of the exponential technologies so we can we can try helping all of us towards getting there so so that was something that was core to you know deciding to do india dap test right if you saw what what happened when you were here a lot of people were talking about platforms but you wouldn't see a lot of quality infrastructure platforms coming but you would have already seen early signs of people trying to develop distributed apps over the platforms that are already out there now is the time for us to help them with our network essentially get the next set of uh, opportunities uh, right by you know in terms of in, uh, in terms of funds in terms of getting the right mentors right advisors getting the visionaries aligned with their products or probably follow visionaries uh, you know so for example someone like joe tim uh, or naval ravikant for example so you know sort of see where they are looking at this space growing and sort of enable them to you know synergize their movements according to that so that is a focus of dap fest and how we doing through doing that is realizing that you know on so this whole space we sort of say is about conscious decentralization and uh, what that means is you'll see a lot of private use cases happening they might not be working a lot in an open innovation way but we can still see in terms of uh, you know companies coming together inter industry sort of working towards solving each other's problems by sharing some databases right and that that to us is the start of this whole decentralization process now that is the first thing that people can immediately see and relate to at the same point we have public blockchains you know ethereum that eos so many doing things that probably like for example space chain right a lot of things that are happening that are super visionary and that will only be totally decentralized networks right and for example examples like institute of freedom that's 
imagining a society that's completely decentralized, right? Out of zoo. So, so all of these ideas are visionary in its say. How do we get attention? So, for example, if 20% of the community cares about contributing to public blockchains, let's do that. Though I think, you know, it's more 60% of the talent comes in because they want to be a part of the disruptive aspect of cryptocurrencies and blockchain. The rest, 40% that, you know, enables this whole thing to be, what do you say, sustainably in a business way happen is, you know, sort of uh, data security and privacy being an aspect, digital transformation being an aspect, you know, industry 4.0 leading uh, to what we call as society 3.0, right? And also what we're seeing is there are early experiments even from India sides with, with some of the startups that we're also working with, you know, so, sort of working with future of workspace, trying to understand how 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 probably enterprises as work environments will completely look different in, in a future format, right? So what that to us means is future of work is as important to be thought from a decentralized angle. And, and you know, if, if we have any dApps working in that space, that'll be amazing to go there as well, right? So all of these spectrums sort of getting aligned, but our own particular belief is Society 3.0, right? Which is essentially something that I think probably we, we would be, I don't know, I haven't uh, figured out if this has been used before, but we sort of should be able to say that we coined this in the sense that, uh, you know, we saw industry 4.0 being about tech being so pervasive that all these industry environments become uh, as efficient as possible, right? Now, taking that to the point that it's not about inter-industry, even it's about, it's about inter-governmental, as I mentioned, you know, probably about if, if you know, we have some of the, some of the regions not being inhabitable anymore, how do we ensure that inter-governmental transactions are, are done in a, in a more, uh, you know, goal that aligns with the whole of humanity way rather than just a particular nation's boundaries, right? If you see the whole space represents global thinking. So how can we, how can we change the society towards having a global standpoint, not restricted to just physical uh, or local boundaries, I would say, right? So that is another piece that we want to have everybody thinking upon and we are, we are getting some amazing people from all across the globe to champion all of these spaces as well as you know, share what is their vision uh, and how does it align to this particular pillars, right? And we want to use all of that to create opportunities for everyone who comes and becomes a part of it. So yeah, so Interdapfest is super exciting for us. Yeah, no, I mean, it does sound exciting. And some of the points you touched on, I mean, I, I genuinely believe in those as well. So, I, mean, I think a couple of things you talked about. So first of all, a lot of companies coming from India are now not just solving pain points, within the Indian ecosystem, but kind of looking outward as well in the quote unquote traditional startup ecosystem as well. So you have companies like Oyo, Ola, Paytm, Baiju's all kind of looking outwards and not just focusing on India. You've talked about different kind of degrees of centralization versus decentralization, which makes sense as well. I mean, I think, you know, again, you know, I think going back to the entire blockchain versus crypto narrative, um, I mean, on the enterprise side, you have this narrative that uh, you know, blockchain is good and crypto is bad. Whereas you have the sort of <laughs> the, the rebels, the young people who are like, yeah, no, you know, crypto is good and, you know, crypto cannot run without, uh, crypto is sort of the fuel to the engine that is blockchain. But I guess there is still some improvement from the enterprises, even if they just start sharing data amongst themselves and not just make it completely open. So that's a one step forward. Uh, but I mean, that's super interesting. One of the things that we were talking about 
just before we started recording this interview was uh, this roadshow that you did all across India in multiple cities. Uh, we, we've all heard a little bit about uh, what the Indian government's stance has been, but I think I'm not sure if some of our listeners are still 100% aware of what this stance is and, and where do we stand and like what's, uh, what are kind of the next steps? Like where do we go from here? as far as the Indian government is concerned. All right. So as per uh, the current scenario, Kushar, uh, the RBI, the central bank has uh, asked all the banks not to deal with any companies that is, uh, or with any individuals who is uh, using cryptos as a means of like their work is uh, getting involved in any cryptos. So it's only a banking ban that is there. As such, from the government point of view, it is not legal nor illegal. Only the banks are not allowed to uh, deal with any companies or individuals who want to buy or sell cryptos. So that is where the Indian ecosystem lies. But saying that, uh, that also stops us from actually, you know, uh, getting involved with anything in cryptos because we cannot actually get fiat. But we can do a P2P trading. Uh, that is something that is allowed uh, right now. If through exchanges, we can do it. Uh, secondly, uh, since the ban, there has been a petition and a case going on in the Supreme Court, which is the apex uh, court in the country, regarding you know what the regulation should be, and they had asked the government to submit a report, which the government will be submitting in July. Uh, and to do uh, to supplement with that report, there have been uh, individuals who have come out and you know organizations that have put forward a report. And since uh, we are the largest community in the country, we have been the community has been for a long time telling us to you know also. Uh, do something towards the regulation. So we decided to actually open a platform where people, the entire community could come and discuss what they feel about, you know, the regulations, what they feel about this space. Uh, there should be regulations if there is, they are positive about it or they have a negative, as you said, blockchain, good, crypto, bad. So, you know, there is a, there is both kind of people out there in the community, in the ecosystem. So having a space for everybody to speak what they, what they feel about it. Uh, and it is not only to do with one particular stakeholder, but every stakeholder in this uh, in this ecosystem. So from starting from developers, entrepreneurs, investors, uh, marketeers, uh, uh, news uh, bloggers, media channels, everybody who's, who's a part of the crypto and blockchain space, you know, community, uh, people running communities uh, come forward and actually talk about their experience in this uh, you know industry, what they feel so can bring about the change, what uh, if regulations come in, how the country as a whole, we grow in economic terms, in terms of knowledge, and how India can actually be the next, you know, uh, uh, be one of those uh, countries providing, uh, contributing to the, fueling to the innovation of this world. And the motive is, you know, after all these uh, discussion that we have had, we are collating uh, all these points in a form of report, which will be submitting to the government, so that government also understands and takes in, you know, what people are actually doing on the ground, and they realize that, you know, what the people and the youngsters or non-youngsters also of this country who are working and who have been in this field for a long time are actually feeling and wanting to do. Right, so just to add on top of it, right, so so he mentioned that the community sort of started leading up uh, to asking us to help them, right, and and it's very important to point out the gravity of the situation. Banks not helping in India meant like, you know, you're there, even if you earn something, you can't spend it anywhere, right? So technically, in a space that does not yet have any sort of adoption happening, you're already facing uh, problems in terms of using the coins that you've won, right? Until and unless you, you can use that for some immediate things, it, it does not get, you know, towards mass adoption. 
so you know that was very important for us to realize and that's how we also brought the fourth leg of you know a supportive regulatory environment which sort of becomes very important for the whole ecosystem to grow right so we realized that this whole works if there is a positive regulatory environment something that was amazing to see he just covered everything brilliantly but you know on the ground we saw amazing maturity as well as amazing rebellion happening at the same time you know people people kind of asked him that you know where do we start the march from and where does it go till right it was technically about focused meetups and not any any sort of on the road marches to happen there was no street protests as to say right but people were ready to do that trying to ask us for how many hours do we have to march Those... and from where which area to which area are we going and you know right. what is the motive what are we going to say do we have banners and so like, you know people were very enthusiastic is because people are wanting to see this change come in right for... at the same time what was amazing to see was you know you know everybody realize everybody in the world noticed demonetization happening in india so though there was positive side there were negative side but it was great to see that you know somebody brought about the point that you know banks have too much power governments have too much power why cannot i hedge myself against the next time demonetization happens right so that was something that was beyond uh, you know my point as to you know we really are looking at those safe ways safe ways for for governments to print money that you know helps us so so that's actually bothering us with the value of money that we have sort of getting down because inflation obviously hits us at some point or the other right and then demonetization happening it was like a whole ruckus how can we how can we be related to a point where we don't have to be bothered about what a local government is doing because if we have earned money through our hard work why can't we hedge it at least that it retains value so that was that was a fair point that we realized on the other hand we realized that there were law firms that were doing it exactly the right way they were trying to take it to the government have the right channels used for explaining to them why bitcoin without crypto does not work you 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 taking away the essence or or you know the open innovation uh, that will probably fuel solutions that might uh, help a lot of our pressing problems to be solved and uh, you know there were examples quoted uh, quoted as how do you solve delhi's pollution is is the delhi government as uh, uh you know delhi because uh, union capital uh, capital has it been able to do anything about the pollution that chinchin are facing how about looking at solving that kind of a problem with mobilizing the whole of, of delhi citizens together and you know sort of helping them with every positive thing they they do for example if they use an uber pool instead of driving their own car to work every day why don't we give them money that can definitely be for for one way be linked to bitcoin or another way be linked out linked out to our fiat money like nobody cares but we care about how much pollution of the fuel is getting burned right so this all is can be solved with technology like this and it's high time we look at it for uh, the merits right something that was amazing to see in hyderabad was was you know a founder who came out of iit and he said that you know all of us have been believing in the fact that these educational universities are championing uh intellects for all of you know our societies tell me why then if you know some of the top uh, universities are are focusing on crypto economics are focusing on specific courses led on how blockchain can be used for good or like blockchain for impact if all of that is happening why can't we and, and you know blockchain you mean both private and public right it's not like whatever suits you just keep that to yourself right so why not why not realize that if an educational university that is you know one of the best in the world 
if they are coming up with something like this there must be some value to it right and all of these points uh, you know sort of brought us to the point also that somebody uh, who was you know really senior pointed out that being a part of this meetup i got to understand and this was uh, in bangalore being a part of this meetup i understand this this open town hall leg in bangalore uh, that that there is a lot of value right and probably the right way to percolate this or let this happen in terms of government is to have uh, you know smaller experiments for example blockchain for charity right work and use use them as an example to saying that there is positive at the same time saying that you know you the government you have to understand has some issues with saying that money laundering uh, how do they tax because they using those taxes to build up the economy right uh, uh, if if taxation is a problem how do you how do you stop money laundering illegitimate transactions and facilitate taxation right so what we realized was and this is something that's uh, amazingly going to come out also because it's it's been you know sort of highlighted twice or thrice to shark that you know we need to build out solutions to these problems right so what we're doing at is launching the report with all of the ecosystem being there using the hackathon leg at the india dab fest to power some of these solutions right so there are multi multi track hackathons happening some of it are are enterprise focused some of it are uh, you know government focused but what we're trying to also do is do something for enabling mass adoption to happen right and if we build out a right example probably everyone can use that all across the globe right so for example in an open innovation way how can we sort of relay transactions that are happening in let's say the four the top four public networks relay those onto a chain that just uses immutability aspect to record what transactions are happening right and then using that immutable aspect that immutable record to say that guys in poor decision makers in the government that you can use this ledger to now say that this guy owns this amount of tax right and just that becomes possible because all of the crypto exchanges are also ready to come on board and say that the nodes that are are you know aligned to us we are anyways doing kyc right why don't we give government the access to understanding who these nodes belong to and then reach out to them to pay whatever transaction they've done in a crypto way uh, sort of uh, you know pay taxes on top of that so what that does is there's an immediate immediate belief or what do you say bridge between the paradigm we're living in to the paradigm we're trying to go to right and when that if we come out with any such solutions we might enable them to come into our environment and just realize it what we're trying to see in, like you know what we're trying to showcase them the value that this space has right so that is something that's happening in india dapest and we're we're keenly excited about what we do with that and where does it head if we have any credible solutions coming out there so and just to add to that we also have a track regarding how the paradigm shift can happen you know and that's called conscious decentralization so how exactly uh, you know from a centralized world how can we like you know slowly move towards a decentralized world so there's a track there which is again we have some really interesting people coming in to you know uh, talk about it and have a discussion have a panel discussion on that so for people who are interested to know how that entire the uh, paradigm shift will happen and how the change will occur something interesting to go exactly yeah uh, so, i mean i i it's super exciting guys i mean i love the enthusiasm as well i can feel the energy that you guys <laughs> are bringing to the table just one last point before we wrap up i know we're kind of exceeding the half an hour mark and and uh, we try to keep these podcasts 
not too long to be kind of friendly to our audiences. Uh, so I know in general, some of the larger exchanges are trying to get more active in the Indian crypto ecosystem. They see the value, uh, like we discussed, you know, the, the market is huge, there's talent, uh, makes for a very good combination. I know Binance Labs is trying to get more and more popular. Binance is organizing meetups. The KuCoin CEO I saw very recently tweeted out for uh, looking for support in the Indian ecosystem. Uh, and, and, you know, uh, one other notable development recently from India has been Matic, uh, which was struggling for a very long time uh, to raise capital, is now, you know, bypassing all traditional VC methods of raising capital and going straight on the Binance launchpad. Uh, and so that's been one of the, I think, biggest success stories coming out of India. Um, what are some of the, you know, good projects or good applications that you're seeing or that one can hope to see as part of the India DAP Fest? Uh, or what are some of the exciting developments happening in India at the moment, which you guys are super excited about? Yeah, so, so I think uh, I'll, I'll take first a shot at doing this, right? So one, uh, you know, we've been trying to, so we have done update in terms of helping Matic, but I don't think it's yet enough as an ecosystem organization. But, you know, we're, we're definitely helping in whatever capacity we can, because we feel this is one of those projects that will, you know, say that there are, there is work happening here. And no matter what, if you support it from a governmental standpoint or not, people are not going to stop, right? If they if they want to create an impact, they will find a way. So they're, they're definitely a huge uh, story uh, for all of uh, you know Indian standpoint, so to say. Uh, some amazing dApps that we're seeing happening are Masmic, right? I think uh, it's something that we've been continuously uh, talking about. Yeah, and discussing it. You mean I mean they're building like a Quora, uh, distributed Quora sort of a platform. And, sorry, uh, sorry, I didn't catch the name. What is it called? Masmic. It's called Masmic. How do you spell it? M-A-S-M-I-C. Okay. Right. So Masmic, what they're doing is, and it's great to see that some Indian investors have also come to support them, and that's like a first that's happening here as well. So, so Masmic is building out this amazing decentralized Quora as a as an idea, and what's great to see is you can get paid for the knowledge that you put out there. But obviously, the community has to come about using you know sort of PCRs as a way to say that you know. This is a this is the right answer, or this is the right way uh, things are happening on the ground. So that is an super interesting uh, you know example. And what we saw was when they were pitching in Delhi in one of our meetups, there was absolutely about I think if they were like I think 70, 80 people, 50 people were just you know waiting for their chances to ask them questions as to how they can be involved, right? So that's amazing. There's Murmur. Murmur is trying to build a, a social network on top of EOS. And they're, they're very, 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 very interesting, uh, very interesting uh, things that they're doing there. Yeah, absolutely. And then, and then you have, uh, you know, Instadap, you have Get New, you have Bank of Oddlers who are more looking at secondary market on top of cryptocurrencies standpoint. You have Easter Egg that's, that's sort of now pivoted to a model they call TEDx now. But what they're using is they're giving, uh, what do you say, they're lending on top of cryptocurrencies to employees that, you know, let's say, so you would, you would have seen if, if you're working for a company, the last five days of the month, you have a cash crash and you, you try to figure out how to spend that money. So they're going after that as, as a solution and they're using lending over cryptocurrencies to do doing that, right? So that's amazing to see. Uh, 
amazing exchanges are trying out new ways i mean unicoin did not succeed with the with the you know sort of crypto atm but i would say that was that was one gutsy move i, I was I, i would have hoped for that to succeed uh, but but that's one thing you know then chivom working on genomics right uh, they've raised quite a lot of money and it's great to see that they're building out a whole full fledged developer mm-hmm. ecosystem that gets supplemented with knowledge uh, on the uh, uh, on the part of genomics from the west and blockchain research institute and all of that so that's that's amazing to see apart from that you know stella are doing some amazing stuff here uh, you know uh, doing uh, you know building on their associations with banks to enable uh, you know multi uh, what do you say regional transactions to happen through banks and having stellar uh, what do you say payments network in built uh, underneath right so that's that's amazing to see there is a, a ripple blockchain research institute that's partnered with iid bombay so what they are doing is iid bombay is also coming there are some amazing ideas electric network being one which uh, which sort of has to do with this is an exp- uh, this is a great experiment i know there have been some uh, some related ones but what they are saying is why not have a coin for let's say a particular category of workers right so for example software developers how can, how can we have a network for just software developers and have coins just specific to them right and different societal networks have different uh, uh, coins right and amazing stuff they have some amazing insights they follow follow it up with so this is based out of pune uh, you know it was amazing to see when they pitched in mumbai there was um, there was like pin drop silence and everybody was listening to what they were saying what they were saying and how they were presenting right and then origraph origraph uh, origraph yeah. is doing some amazing stuff it's it's more on the enterprise angle not on the consumer end on the public and public blockchain side but they are definitely pushing along some things in the gaming as well as enterprise space they don't want to reveal it too much at this point in time so i'll be frame there but uh, you know they they building a good patching between gamers and enterprises and doing all the, all on top of origraph so that's that's great to see as well uh, yeah yeah i mean i th- i think that's a pretty comprehensive list uh, <laughs> yeah um, i i mean i i actually i mean some of the names sound familiar to me and for some of the projects i actually know the founders but it's uh, there was a lot of projects that i wasn't aware of so i think that's uh, that's great and wh- what i'll do is link up a lot of these companies um in the show notes so that some of our listeners can Absolutely. uh check these out but i think that's a that's a great uh point to uh kind of wrap up uh, this episode uh before we uh before we disconnect any last thoughts anything that you would like to say to the audience absolutely so so i think one thing that's that's happening is definitely is uh sort of participating with contributing to developers so what you said with binance labs focusing on projects coming out of these developers is is another thing but what's super interesting to say is under the hood there are so many new projects and attempts being done to facilitate uh, those you know unique ideas and i would say it would be great if any of you are in the consumer side space uh, or if you if you've matured towards looking at you know giving solutions out to enterprises it would be great to have you on board at indian app fest right tushar particularly you because i think you are you are the bridge between you know taking things from a, from for example a matic standpoint where in indian indian cool startups can get to uh, singapore and then probably to the west uh, and you know involve everyone to build these amazing ideas out together 
right? I think a lot of this will help the early adoption piece and to stand together uh, towards achieving that. So just to facilitate that, I'd like to you know invite all of you to participate. Yeah, that's right. So just adding to that only as we had spoken about you know society 3.0 and not having any countries and having one whole ecosystem of the global uh, decentralized ecosystem. So. Singapore being one very open ecosystem and uh, Pinda coming up one. So we really like people to come down so that, you know, we can bridge that gap and actually have a try making that decentralized ecosystem between these two uh, countries right now so that, you know, we can have that experiment and start moving towards a larger ecosystem involving other countries and other ecosystems to go out so that we can actually look at and have how we can have a more decentralized bigger ecosystem. So, uh, sort of say. So that can be a start from like, you know, where we are looking to start from in that affair. So all like-minded people love to have them interact and see how, you know, how best this particular uh, technology can move. Yeah. So, so just to conclude that we have five, six networks globally joining hands. So for example, in Apple, Portugal, Jessica, who led the, led the whole, I would say cultish movement there, uh, starfish network from San Francisco, uh, Gary, uh, from distillating who's like a community player in London, all of these guys sort of coming together. I would definitely encourage Tushar uh, and we'll, we'll probably use this as a point to also talk upon in the later, uh, you know, once the conversation is done here. But the idea is that, you know, this is a global movement, right? And uh, we would want to be a part of uh, enabling that whole bridge to happen so that the decentralization movement becomes more concrete. So if any of, any of the viewers uh, are believers of the core ethos, I think you need to be there supporting out, you know, the early pillars being laid uh, for the entire network. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I, again, you know, just to reiterate, love the enthusiasm, <laughs> guys. Um, it's, it's amazing and, you know, happy to do my bit in terms of uh, whatever I can help or add value. Uh, but I think that's a great moment to kind of wrap up uh, this episode. Uh, Akshay, Manav, thank you so much for taking the time out. Thank you, Tushar. Uh, yes, thank you, Tushar, for, for having us. This is amazing. We finally made it happen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sorry, sorry for all this. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Like us on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Telegram. And subscribe to our newsletter on Decrypt.Asia. This is your host, Tushar. Thank you for listening.